0: Welcome to Kashris on the Air, your weekly radio show dealing with kosher issues for the kosher consumer. And I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Wickler, editor of Kashrus Magazine. And tonight we have a very interesting show, but most of the time I'm going to leave it, leave it to you to ask you questions. So just give me about 10 minutes, and then uh, we'll be able to talk about anything you're interested in. You can reach us at the studio, 718 683 5858 718 683 Just give me a few minutes. And you could text us at 347-927-8398. Again, 347-927-8398. And some of the things that we're going to be talking tonight, I'm going to share with you some of the uh, the new issues that are in Kasher's magazine, because we're completing a magazine in another few days, which will be out in Yitzhashem sometime before or during Hanukkah. So we are, we have a, the, the galley's area that I'm working on, and uh, if you would like to hear some of these uh, facts, unfortunately, the, the issues you know that come up, the Kashmir issues, we're gonna share with you some of them out of the press, even before it's published. That's uh, obviously the best way to get the information, all of the information is with the magazine, but Bits and pieces you can pick up right here on J-Root, on Koshvers on the Air, over J-Root Radio. And tonight, I also want to tell you that we started a new program. Uh, I I think most of you understand that I've been giving shiurim. Aside from whatever learning I do and and running the Koshvers magazine, I also give shiurim. And we uh, have, uh, for the last about 30 years, we've been giving shiurim on Yuridea on Sunday mornings. And last year, sometime about last year, I'm not sure exactly when, um, the people said, let's do something different. And uh, we switched over to Orechayim. And the first thing we did was we did the Hilchus Bishol in uh, Hilchus Shabbos. We did Hilchus Bishol in, in Simen Shin and Meishan Gimel. And then also we uh, did a little piece on electricity. About three weeks, uh, three or four weeks, we did on electricity and some of the uh, technical problems that come up today. And now we... This, uh, the vote, <laughs> we would like to follow a vote, came out that we're going to learn Hilchas Brachos, at least for the next uh, short term. I don't know if it be long term or short term. Hilchas Brachos is a very exciting topic, and if anybody's interested in joining us, we learn Shulchan ar inside with the, with, the, uh, with the Taz and the Muggan of Rum, and we also uh, learn the Brewer. and we learn practical Halachos, and we tie it into everyday life issues about Brachos. And then we also, uh, so, so that's that's what we're doing in 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 that Shia over there. It's a very important thing learning halachas brachos because actually uh, the Gemara says that if a person wants to become a chassid, he should learn the matters of brachos because a person should be midakdeik. In other words, even if this is way our HaShulchan explains it, even if you know the the says, oh, uh, if you're not sure if you made a bracha, oh, you could continue to eat but maybe the Yirei the, the the chosid, the person who wants to go live nimish, he would find something else to make a bracha on, and that would potter up the shayl that he had about whether he made a bracha on this food. So, in other words, if you want to be a chosid, you have to know Hilchus brachas well. And aside from that, if you don't say it, know it well, uh, unfortunately, people are making the wrong brachas very often. I have a lot of people coming over to me because I've been working with brachas for, for almost 30 years or 40 years. I'll tell you in a second why. And, uh, and and people come over to me with this package and that package, and they send things to me with the the kids in the whatever it is. As people come to me, what bracha do I make on this? And they are not easy questions today because of the, um, the all these bars that we have, the snack bars. It, some of them are you know are going to be uh, funny funny hal- halachas. Some of them uh, you know we think it's going to be mazonas and it's really hadama, and some of them we're going to be a and it's really very preates. So you really have to know. Uh, the the halacha and you have to see the mitsiyas also many many years ago and I don't want to you know tell you uh, how many years ago but it's 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 decades already before the whole kashrus magazine started uh, I started the shiurim for public and we the first thing we did was hilchos brachos so we're talking many many years ago and that point um, I started to work in the brachos and I got very excited, very involved in it. And I used to ask with David Feinstein, Shilas, and my Rebbe Shazim, and Zatzar, Shilas, and And I used to uh, be very involved in 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 working through the practical halacha to prepare for those shiurim that we had. Those days we just did Mishnah Brewer. And what happened was uh, I started printing a little article in a publication called Borough Park Community News, which was around for, I don't know, 30, 40 years easily, and uh, Borough Park Community News, I used to print a little column, What's the Bracha? Jacques Friedman, who was the editor, uh, very wonderful gentleman, lives in our neighborhood here in Flappish now, and he uh, put this paper out and he gave me my first opportunity, and and after that, there was a new publication starting, World Jewish Tribune, Uh, it didn't last too long, it lasted just about a year, and I decided to... Approach them, maybe they'd like a column on brachos. And the editor said, kashrus. No, I said, but no, but I really want brachos. He says, Brachos and kashrus, but mostly kashrus. And that's what propelled me into the whole area of Kashras. But the reason we got into kashrus is because in order to know the bracha on a food, you have to know how it's made. And when you start studying things, how they're made, and whether they need Hashkach or not, because in those days, I hate to tell you, people who listen to this don't even believe what I'm saying. People used to eat foods without hashkocha, right? There were many foods that you could eat without hashkocha. Today, nobody will take even water in the house without hashkocha. Maybe a little bit over the top well that 's the way it became in the old days. There were many foods that you you took without Ashashkohar because we knew they were innocuous today 's world Some of them are not innocuous and, so, and 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 some of them are still innocuous, but people want to have the they want to feel the comfort comfort zone of having as on it so that 's what happened over the years. And and uh, so we got into Kashrus, and that's how the Kashrus magazine started. And uh, There's more details in between, but that's enough. And we also put out a little booklet. Uh, when I finished writing for World Jewish Tribune, I took all the articles with his permission, and I printed a booklet called The Foods We Eat, a Kashrus Handbook. I just still spent most of it working on the area of Kashrus. So now... We started again learning Hilchas Brachos from the sources, uh, in, and if anybody would like to join us, any men would like to join us Sunday mornings at ten o'clock, at uh, Congregation Beth Mordechai, which is at thirteen fifty-eight East Thirteenth Street between Avenues M and N, thirteen fifty-eight East Thirteenth Street between Avenues M and N. That's on Sunday mornings at ten o'clock, and truthfully, we go till close to twelve. And then, afterwards, I have a group that learns Hilchus uh, Shabbos in Brura, And we stay until uh, 1245, and we have Mincha then, and that's uh, till 1 o'clock. So, if you want to join us Sunday morning for, for the first year, the second or both, you're more than welcome. It's 1358 East 13th Street, between avenues M and N, 10 o'clock in the morning on Sundays. If you're interested in Yerodeah, we have three shiurim, one Sunday night, one Wednesday night and one Thursday night, and they're all learning taruvas in different places. Uh, they're different places in the uh, Shulchan aruch, and they're also in different places. So if you're interested, in, you contact us, and we'll give you all the details. You can call our office at 718-336-8544, or you can email us at kashras at AOL.com. And you want to call here, don't confuse the numbers. The number here is 718-683-5858, and we'll take your calls shortly, but not yet. 718 or you can email us, uh, you can text us at 347-927-8398 with your questions. And before we go any further, I'm just going to say a word about our sponsor. I did have a chance last week to mention it. Uh, sometimes it's not so convenient, and I'm happy to be able to be here live this, this week. Last week was impossible. And uh, so I'm going to tell you about Glotmart, because when you think of Glotmart conveniently located at 1205 Avenue M, I think you should think of price, service, convenience, and quality. Because whether you shop for a few items or for a full wagon load, you can save plenty of money by shopping at Glotmart. And some of the uh, items that are on sale right now, today, and tomorrow are family pack rib steak, $13.99 a pound, family pack shoulder steak, $9.99 a pound, or boneless pot roast. $8.99 $8.99 a pound. And if you're interested in uh, applesauce, they have Geffen or Unger's applesauce, 48 ounces, $2.39. Hadar pasta, one pound, seventy nine cents. pound, Taster's Choice Coffee, seven ounce, $6.99. Mr. Clean, 40 ounce, two for $5. Oaf Tof Chicken Nuggets, $8.99. Mendelssohn's Pizza Bagels, $2.99. And here's another one, Solomon's Plate, Pastrami chunks, $8.99 a pound. That's an interesting price. And some other interesting items over here, um, uh, just uh, J&J Deluxe Yogurt, 99 cents. And whether you shop for a few items or a full whack and Lows, you can save plenty of money over at Shopping Glotmart. And you can use their valet parking service and save time that way by coming into Glotmart from the east. 12th Street entrance. They'll park the car for you and have it ready to load up with all those special items that you purchased in the store. And at Glatmart, the quality of meats is A1. With kosher certification from both the Star K and Vada Kashrus of Flatbush, with Base Yosef Meats and with expert Nikor at Glattmart, you're getting quality Kashrus. Glattmart is at 1205 Avenue M, meeting your shopping needs is their top priority. If you meet Dove in Mart, tell them you heard about Glatmart on Kashrus on the air, over J Root Radio. And now, I promised you that we're going to give you a few items which I think are very important, which are in our consumer alert section. Now, in the consumer alert section of Cosmos Magazine, we have close to 100 items every single issue. That's uh, five times a year. So you, you're talking about, uh, it's not 500 items because some of them are repeats, but you've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of items. And it's it's very confusing if you don't have it organized in the fashion that we have it. We have it in a very organized fashion in different topics, and we have a an index of every name, so you can just take about 30 seconds, glance through the index, see if these are products that you have in your house or that you recognize or you might be buying or might want to buy or you once bought, and then you'll be able to see right away what we say about it. Some of the things are not bad, but a lot of the things are things you, we really want to know, like unauthorized use of a kosher symbol and or part of a dairy clarification. These are really very, very important. I'm going to share with you a couple of items that are hot off the press. They haven't been printed in our magazine yet. Some of them are available elsewhere, but not all of them. I must tell you that we we do our own research in addition to whatever comes in from the Kashmir's organizations. organizations. And a lot of times we have to uh, discuss I don't want to use a stronger word, but sometimes we have to discuss with the cash risk agencies. And sometimes we come out differently than they do, meaning they would suggest we wouldn't write it, and we decided to write it anyway. Because the facts, they're not denying, and we feel that it's important for the consumer to know. I'm not going to get into the details of why that is, but you should know there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes that you, you wouldn't even fathom. So let me just share with you a few items that just came out are coming out now. There's a co- there's a company called Imagine Chicken Broth. OK, and they make, believe it or not, kosher and non-kosher versions. They have a uh, the kosher version will say kosher on it and will say, oh, you meat." The, uh, and by the way, everything that's, the, the OU is always going to be glott, but this is chicken, so it's not going to be a glott issue. Some other, imagine, so in other words, the other cartons that they have of the chicken broth, imagined chicken broth, are traif They're not kosher. So And they look almost the same. So you really have to look for the word kosher and the OU meat logo on it. Some uh, other imagined brand soups and broths are kosher certified OU parva. So now it gets really interesting. I've got OU Parva, OU Meat, and Trafe, And they all look similar, and they're all pa- in the store in the same place. So, you know, that's wake up and do the best you can, right? Uh, here's another one which I think is really important. This is a company called Zaini, Z-A-I-N-I, Chocolate Eggs. They are from Italy, and they're distributed in the United States. And they have an unauthorized badatz of the Eidah HaCharedis of Lion. So when you see the Eidah HaCharedis on it, you know right away that this product is not kosher. Listen to the names. These are the Zaini chocolate eggs. Spider-Man, Pixar Cars, Disney Frozen, and Mickey Mouse. Uh, I don't think you remember all of them, but in other words, look for like Z-A-I-N-I, chocolate eggs, from Italy with an unauthorized badats of the Eid And they're being sold in the tri-state area right near where we're talking right now. They're absolute forged. So that's just another item that's on, on out there now. Uh, the, there's a number of um, other things that are important, I think. I mean, I guess I can't go through all of them. But another one here is the Orthodox Union, that means the OU, doesn't certify Hannaford frozen spinach, but it has the OU on it. So that's another example of something that you have to stay aware of. And uh, there's another company here called Supremo Italiano Mozzarella Cheese, okay? And this is made here in in College Point, New York. So the uh, or the O the U is an unauthorized O U on the Supremo Italiano Mozzarella Cheese. So that's uh, just a couple of ideas of some things that are being sold right now. And now, without further ado, we're going to take let me ask you, all right, callers. Just one second, let me write, give the numbers out again here. You can call us right now at the studio, 718-683-5858 to talk about what you're interested in, or you can text us
1: at 347-927-8398. Yes. The, the warning about this, it's, I think that number one is to the Jewish stores, no? That not to purchase it. Well, you know what it is? It's Ain't no dove We we don't. I mean,
0: of course, they shouldn't be purchasing it. A lot of them read my magazine, and a lot of them, it's people. They're expecting people like yourselves to go into the store and either tell them about it, or to uh, you know, either tell them about it, or to uh, uh, you know, to to, uh, pick it up off the shelf and say this is no good. I have a lot of my readers will go over to the store owners and point things out to them.
1: Crazy, you know. That's really. it's fraud, really crazy it's but, but this
0: is not it's not unique I mean I have I have as I say a hundred items in every issue and maybe uh, 50 60 of them are mislabels yeah. and it's the store some stores yeah. will actually put a sign let's say for example a thing is mislabeled they may put a sign and announce to the people this it says parva but it's really dairy they may do that in the store that's a beautiful thing but Unfortunately, um, a lot of stores don't. And uh, anyway, if you do that in the store, it doesn't mean when it comes to the house, exactly. it won't be misused. Okay? Yes. So we're going to take some callers now. Go ahead. You're on Casha's on the air. do we... Somebody there? You're on Casha's on What's... the air. Hi, how are
2: you? Go ahead. Hi, I just had a question. Um, there are some places, like some restaurants that are in Park Slope or more like Yuppie areas. That they're certified that to be organic, vegan, and they only use, um, you know, organic vegan products. And they make juices and stuff. Do those need a hexer if they're, you know, thoroughly checked?
0: Okay, let, let me let me start with let me start from square one. Let let's say, I mean. It, it, you, you, you this, is such a, uh, uh, this is such an important question. When the store, a store, a restaurant you're talking about or, or somebody that makes a product?
2: Um, a store, something okay. that sells juices or food. Okay.
0: So now there are things that are innocuous, means there's nothing wrong with them. There obviously are. If you took, like, for example, I take an apple. And uh, you know, and and they crushed the apple and made apple juice out of it. That's not that's a no brainer. Uh, carrot juice, no brainer, unless they're doing something else in that in that same juicer. But once you get into anything more interesting, it's endless the things that could go wrong. And a lot of people, like give you, let me give you a quick story. Uh, one of the national conscious organizations, the Big Five has a number of stores, and they said that they will never take another uh, restaurant that is owned by Asian people because they find them cheating. They will never take another one. So I said, what about the ones you have now? So they didn't want to give them up. But they would not take another one because they found them cheating constantly. Uh, At one time, the OU had two Chinese restaurants, I believe it was, that were closed down because trafe was brought in. The owner brought it intentionally, snuck it in and had a special room. And then from there he would sneak it into the, into the facility. So you know, the people are very secretive. The chefs in these places are used to a certain taste. They love a certain taste. Now what makes that taste, this little thing that he brings and he keeps it, he, he makes it himself in his house and he brings it in and he would, He would, in order for you to be happy, he wants all of you to be happy. So he's going to bring that in. It's so hard to watch him, you have to watch him like a hawk, that he's not sneaking in other ingredients. And that's even with a hoshkocha. So when somebody who is not of our faith is running a restaurant or anything, we don't know what he's doing. We cannot rely on him. You know, I, 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 I this, I, We always talk about 7-Eleven, but I'm going to keep quiet about the details. But in 7-Eleven, they're constantly, constantly. I'm hearing stories about the of the people who are working there, uh, whether they're making mistakes or they're, you know, they're 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 misrepresenting a certain amount. Now, now, uh, the the OU the OK. I'm sorry. Uh, two years ago, put out an announcement that they're using the OK in 7-Elevens without their permission. And there, uh, and there was a, a, a they, they made a public announcement about it. I spoke to the gentleman who works for the OK, and we were discussing this whole topic. And he said to me, you, know, you can't take a, a Slurpee unless you know yourself what went into that Slurpee machine. And he says, I wouldn't take one unless I examined them underneath. And when I went into the store, that, because I was were trying to arrange some little for the for the show here, and uh, they refused to let me see it. In New York, but in other places, they he, he's up in Muncie, and I do let him see it. So you can't rely on a non-Jew for anything, Anything where any issue is possible, you can't rely on them. Not but not even, even if they mean you well, but they don't know, know our religion, and they also don't think it really matters that much, some of these things. You know, and sometimes people feel, if you don't know, it won't hurt you. So I, 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 I you have to steer very far away from that. I know there's a temptation because the, these are things that are either healthier or, you know, in some ways you, you want to have them. But Baruch Hashem today, we have very good alternatives within the kosher world. I don't say it's exactly the same, but I think we have good enough alternatives. And if we don't have everything, so we don't. God Almighty will keep you alive, even if you didn't eat only um, the vegetarian foods from the vegetarian place and only the this and that. Hashem Baruch wants, I, I'm not going to discuss, but you should have flesheks or don't have fleixix, but I just say, you got to believe. <laughs> and I'm telling you, a Kaddish Baruch is not making a fool out of all of us who don't you know, follow certain kinds of diets. Right. Okay, thanks. I also
2: have another question about just buying cut-up fruit. If there's no hashkafah on it, and it's just uh, at a fruit from a fruit store, but there it's just uh, let's say in a cup or in a silver foil, I don't know. Right, I know, I know, I
0: got got you, I got you. So uh, my own feeling is like this: if you don't know anything wrong, you can assume it's okay. But what you have to do first is open your eyes, go into the store, and see what they're giving. Because if they're chopping up cheese, and putting it in together with the fruit, and you don't get it, the cheese, but then again, the knife might have been used for that. If it's just cutting up fruit, the assumption is that the knife is clean, and it's only for fruit. They're not going to cut the the bologna sandwich for themselves. I don't believe that they're doing that. In some places they may, but it's not something that you have to go crazy over, because it's very unrealistic. They don't want to get bacteria, and this it's it's, it's just not going to work today. So I don't think that that's a big problem, but... It, you should know that if the knife were not was not kosher because they also have meat products there or something like that, I would have serious concern, cheese or meat, if they're cutting that up also. And also you should know that uh, some the, uh, fruits are what we call harif, harif meaning that they're sharp, and they, they will tend to absorb from the knife even if it hadn't been used in a, a days or weeks. So that that's, that's a separate problem. So some of your sharp uh, fruits w- would be an issue. But when you talk about buying honeydew and watermelon, I would buy it as well as you.
2: Right, and what if, let's say, you see it at Walmart, and Walmart does sell cut-up cheeses and other things Well, they like have
0: different—if de- it's in different departments, I don't have a problem either. But sometimes it's in that department that they actually have those, those products— which they mix together in pre, in baskets. So you have okay. to know if they if it's possible that they have it. You could, like for example, I, one way to do it is to go walk in and say, uh, "Can you put a basket together with cheese cut up and this and that, and with, together with the fruit?" And they'll say to you, "We don't do that. We you get a package of cheese, but you can't. I can't cut it up for you." Then you, then you have your answer. Oh okay. All right. Got it. So you got to use you. use your eyes and your your, your seichel. And then otherwise, I would say yes, go ahead. Okay? All
2: right, thanks. For You're
0: that. certainly welcome. Next caller, we got another caller? No more callers? Oh, <laughs> okay. No more callers. So we're going well, gonna...
1: to. You know, I saw, I saw many uh, stores, like, you know, the small stores, not like Walmart, yeah. that basically the, the guy that behind it, the fruit stores. The behind the counter is uh, Chinese and, and all this stuff, and take his knife and basically cut his personal. I know we food. did
0: we did this we we discussed this before, but again, a larger size store, it isn't going to happen. A, a real real store, it's not going to happen. And I'm, uh, I'm not going to get mention any names of the stores, but where they're making baskets and stuff yeah. like that, that's not going to happen. You're talking about a real tiny store that does everything, and they have one knife for everything. I understand, but we're not talking about that. Now, let me let me just, until uh, somebody calls, I mean, if you call, we're at 718 Until that point, I want to, are we got another caller? Yes or no? Yeah? Okay. We'll take another call, and then... If you want to call in at seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. go ahead, please.
2: Yes, hi. Two questions. Go ahead. A uh quinoa, what is the bracha for it?
0: Brei priyadama.
2: Okay, secondly, let's say uh, in ShopRite they have uh, frozen vegetables without a hashkocha, things which are um, indisputably no problem for insects, for example. Let's, I, I hope indisputably, let's say, um, I don't know, peas and carrots... Uh, Green beans, uh, corn you need ashkocha.
0: You need ashkocha today. They blanch the foods. The blanching is co- is a is a is, a, is a, a a short cooking. They blanch the foods. You, to you, it looks just frozen. It's not that way. They, they blanch it first, and they, the machine is, would be considered. If if things are done on the same machinery, they're going to affect your food.
1: Yeah. Okay. Thank okay. you very much.
0: Thank you for the call.
1: Bye-bye,
0: right. Uh One of the things that we get the calls about, first of all, I'll just tell you a, a quick bracha, Shail, because he's talking about brachas. Uh, somebody called me last night, and it's nothing to do with the brachas on food, but it was a bracha on a mezuzah. It seems that they took down, they're going to take down a mezuzah, and they wanted to put another mezuzah up, only a different mezuzah. So they, they, they had a new mezuzah they were putting in to replace the old one, and there was nothing wrong with the old one. So they asked me, do you need a bracha? So I said, I had to find out. And the reason I had to find out is because it's interesting. If you put up your own, you take a mezuzah down, take it to the sofa, he checks it, and you put it up that day, within the 24 hours, you don't make a bracha. But if you take it down, and it's puzzle, it was not good, and you you fixed it, and you put it up again, now you need a new bracha. So I wasn't sure where this thing fit in. And I contacted a sofa and asked him, and he, he gave me the source. And the answer is, yes, you need to make a new bracha, even though you're putting up a mezuzah in a place right away, two minutes later, that had a kosher mezuzah. And this is a kosher mezuzah. And as a matter of fact, it's it, it's very appropriate to put back your own mezuzahs on the proper place where you took it down from uh, to avoid this whole Shiloh. So that if you're not, you have to consult your rav. So that's an interesting uh, bracha, Shaila. Now I want to. We have a call? Yeah, good. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're on Kasha's on the air. Can we help you?
1: Hello. Huh?
0: Yes, you want? Go ahead. You're on the air.
1: Okay. So um, I have a question. on What you said before that you could
2: take fruit like without a it but just cut up. So like a big store, and you have a department store. Right. Um, but if the knife wasn't held in the first place, how could you use it?
0: Well, first of all. It's an interesting question. Teuveling works like this. A, a non-Jew doesn't have to have a teuveled knife. Uh, only Jews have to have it. A non-Jew doesn't have to ever teuvel it. Only a Jew, when he takes it from a non-Jew, has to teuvel his knife. Mm-hmm. Okay? So so that's, no, that's number one. In fact, if you get caught on Shabbos and you don't have... Uh, a way to travel, and you need to use this thing. So you one one of the tricks that we do there's there's two tricks, and w- one trick we do is we give it to a non-Jew. Now it's his, and then we borrow it back. We borrow it, and it becomes used by us forever and ever and ever, but it really belongs to him. We really gave it to him. So that that's one. Uh, thing to do when you you need to do Tvila the next the other thing you should learn very important halacha, is that even if you used a non-tiveled knife a Jew owned it let's say and he didn't it was uh, bought from a non-jew and he has to twivel it and he didn't tovel it it doesn't affect your food you have a responsibility to use utensils that were toiveled whether it's your, you're doing it for yourself or, you're, or you're, for somebody else, but you're supposed to use Toivol knives. But if you didn't Toivol them, it doesn't affect the food at all. The food's 100% okay. Okay. Thank okay.
2: You. Thank
0: you very much for the call. Good okay. call. Good questions. Thank you very much. Another caller? Yeah, go ahead. You're on the is on the air.
2: Hi, how are you?
0: Go ahead. Okay.
2: Hi, good. Uh, quick question. Um, without getting into any specifics, because it's, an, it's, an, it's a known store. Um there's a store somewhere that's not it's not owned by a it's owned by a, a fryer person and they serve they make platters, let's say of fruit platters and also fish platters to are you in uh, any again, I mean, friend, you ask, the, pro-
0: the problem is the problem. The problem is, I, 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 maybe I wouldn't explain it too clearly, but the problem is you have to ascertain whether they're using the same knives, and and they're, and they're very often they're not. Depends, a different department. Will not share the knives because the guy who's working in this department he wants his knife right in that drawer and he keeps it there. Uh-huh. You don't have to make an assumption that it, that it was switched. But and and then again they also wash it off. So but if but uh, if it's a small little place, then yes, they they may have you know only a couple of knives and they would be working together or if they're serving it. Putting the fruit and the and the and the cheese together, I understand. Now, if it's a fish department and the and the fruit department, it's two different departments. In a in a decent sized store, they're definitely not going to be using the same knife. This is something you have to ascertain. Remember, it's only a hashash. it's only a concern yeah, but, because but, there's but, no because there's no reason.
2: Basically, my question, my question is that there's um there's a not from person of cheskas kasher.
0: No. He doesn't have cheskas Kashris, but you can see with your own eyes what's going on. And 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 you have to sort of learn, like I was trying to say before to the other lady, I was trying to say that you, you have to try to ascertain by a question, you know, like, uh, would you make this for me? And then if he says, yeah, so, well, you know, not now. So then at least you know he would do it. But if, if, for example, you can't put the two things together, they're being done in two different parts of the building, you don't have to assume they're using the same knife. Absolutely not. It, could it happen? Yes. Am I to worry about Absolutely not.
1: Let me add something. Thank uh, thank I, know I thank you very much for the call. It's good. Yes, and yes, good. I, I would say that uh, basically uh, I know I know that a uh, spatial in fish is a special knife. It's a different yeah, I... shape knife. And people that working with fishes, it's it's almost impossible to cut fruits with the knife of the fish. You want you want a very thin you knife know, to cut yeah, it's very, thin and very flexible. Yeah. they'll get exactly Shut, the opposite you yeah, yeah, it's
0: not it's not gonna it's not gonna right. work. So, Thank you very much. Good, do you think another call but you're on cash on the air, can I help you?
1: Yes, good afternoon. good evening. Um, I know you represent a certain uh, cautious organizations.
0: I, what? I have over here Yeah. yeah that, yes, I'm, I'm sorry, cool, you, I think cool I missed gels. that. I, I missed what you said first. You know that I'm what?
2: You represent a certain cashless organization.
0: Absolutely not. But, Absolutely not. One second. I don't work okay. for any cashless organization, and I never oh, have. I, I work independently oh, with no, all, of the, all of the yeah, cashless organizations. Case,
2: sir, sir, in that case, I can ask you a question. I have over here these energy goo cool gels. And it says there's a uh, KORC gluten free vapor. Like, I'm trying to find out who this KORC is.
0: Well, you see, anyway. now, now, now let me explain to you. We're not going to talk about a particular cautious agency and whether it's any good or not. What, which one it is, well, that's what we're doing for 37 years. We have a book with all of the hashkacha agencies in the world, 1,371, with pictures of every different uh, possible uh, symbol that they use. So that's where we, we have that book. It's 216 pages. Now, you can go, I don't put it up on the web, but if you go to crcweb.org, listen, write it down, Web. that's w-e-b, dot o-r-g crc O R G. they have a list over there of what they call other agencies. They have a list of cautious agencies, about 150 or so. That's right. You get the picture, you get the information, and those are the recommended ones that they have, which means if it's not listed there, then probably it shouldn't be used. Right.
2: Have you ever heard of this organization? Yes, but Organ- I can't discuss uh, it on the, the air. C-C-R-C? I cannot.
0: Yeah, I cannot. I cannot discuss it on the air. Okay, it's okay. from San Francisco. It's from San Francisco. huh. okay. He so says crcweb.org? No, CRCWEB.org. Okay. CRCWEB.org. Yeah. C-R-C-Web. Yeah. C-R-C-Web. Yeah. Okay. Good luck to you. Thank you very Appreciate. much. Go ahead. Go ahead. You are not cautious on the air. Can we help you? Me. Yeah. Yes, go ahead. You're on the air.
2: Yeah, I have, I have a question about a certain a certain item about that the OU gives ashtacha. Okay. It's Oreos. It's sandwich cookies. Yes. For so the Oreos. The OU, it's OUD, but there's kids in my class that say, even though it says OUD, it's not really OUD. It's really OU. Okay. And they'll eat it.
0: So let, so let me explain it to you, okay? The OU has a policy to put a D which really means dairy even if the product doesn't have any dairy ingredients there's no milk or anything like that inside if it was on the same equipment where they made a dairy product so they're concerned that maybe it will have some something left over and you'll get it into your food or because it will absorb from the from the equipment you'll it, you'll get a flavor into your into your cookie or whatever so that so that that's that's one of the reasons they would do it. Another reason they would do it is because they uh, they are concerned that the company might use the same equipment as the, uh, the dairy one. In other words, they may not be using it now, but they may use it in the future. Another reason also is that they... Really, there is dairy ingredient inside, and you can't tell it from the label because not everything says milk and butter and whey. A lot of times it says something that sounds to you like it's got to be part of it, and really it's dairy. So you don't know the answer to that question, and what you do is you have to contact the OU. And I'm going to give you the telephone number, but you're in yeshiva during the day, so you're going to give it to your mother or father to call the number. So write it down now. two one two. Two one two.
1: One second. Okay.
0: One two. Yeah. Two one two five six three. Four. Yeah. yeah. Four zero zero zero.
2: Four zero zero zero.
0: Right, and tell your your parent to call up there tomorrow, and contact the the office and ask them about kashrus and ask the question about whether or not it is really dairy or not, and then you will really know. Not just maybe, you really know. And they'll tell you the call again in three months or six months just to be sure that everything is okay the same way as it was before. But they'll answer the question. It's also important for people who are interested in the Chal of Israel; They'll be able to answer the question thoroughly. And a lot of times, even though it says OUD, some people who are mocked in of Israel will eat that product. So that's the only way to find out. You call the O.U. Two one two five six three four thousand. Thank you very much. Which school, what yeshiva are you in? Mir. Mir. What grade? Sixth. Sixth grade. Gavaltic. Who's your Rebbe? My wife. Very, very nice. Okay. Hatzlache. Continue learning. Cultiv. Okay. okay. Next. Yeah, thanks. Next caller. Go ahead. Yoran Kash is on the air.
2: Yes, um, I wanted to tell you over something that I heard from a, a, a relative that worked in a, a well-known um, a restaurant in the in the main area in Flatbush. This goes back over 20 years ago. This certain restaurant had trouble finding. Uh, they, well, they didn't pay a lot. It was a they they had low-priced items. So and they didn't charge. They, they the pay was pretty low, like a lot of stores are today. Right. But. Um, so, but one of the things the owner always, the manager. He, I don't think this person that I know what had included the manager of the of the store
0: mm-hmm. always
2: attempted to hire Eden, uh for whatever position he could. And um, <clears throat> this person, this this relative, uh, got the job working as a cashier, and he was told that, you know, he didn't. The manager officially was acting as meshkia. But he told the the this relative, if if you see anything, come right, bring it right to my attention. Okay. So he worked there for for a, a few months, and he got friendly with the different employees. And he turned around, and I don't remember the name of the the employee. There was the the chef. They had one chef each shift. So he turned around and he sees the chef taking something out of the oven. So he turns to him. I'm going to say Tony. I don't remember his name. Says Tony, what is that? He says, oh, I brought something good from home. He says, yeah, but you're going to get in trouble. He says, yeah, they, they won't know, so it's okay.
1: <laughs> what do you mean?
2: You know, it's uh, he says, Who's the, how's he going to know? He's upstairs. He's not watching me. Mm-hmm. So he he sees the, the chef take it. It was wrapped. It was wrapped up well when it was in the oven. But uh, I don't know if it's sealed or whatever, but he took it out. He unwrapped it. He put on the cutting board, cut it in half, and he started eating his lunch. So this relative went upstairs to the manager. And uh, he told the manager what happened. The manager called the uh, the chef upstairs, and uh, oh, one of the things the chef told this relative is, yeah, even if you wanted to, you can't fire me. He doesn't have anybody else. I'm doing a double shift. It'll shut the restaurant down today. Uh, he did. He called the guy upstairs, and he told him he called him up, and he told him when he got up there in front of this relative, he says. Uh, you brought something from home? He said, yeah. He says, well, you know, the kosher, that oven is going to cost me. I'm going to pick a price, $100. The cutting board you, you use, can't use it again, that's $30. The knife you use is another $10. He added that up. He says, I owe you this much money. Take the cutting board and the knife with you. That's yours to keep. I'm not using that again. And I'm taking off the cost of koshering, the oven, and here's your check, Leave." The the uh, chef got so angry he started screaming and yelling, made a big scene, and uh, he actually had to call the police to have him removed. <laughs> On his way out, the manager made a point to to say clearly, he says, "I don't care if I have to close my restaurant, no one's going to trape up the place." Beautiful. And people came people came over. Uh, I don't know if you'd be okay with me telling you the name of it. Of the restaurant outside. I don't know There's if we should
0: food. I don't know if we should but it's really I, I would love to know that they this you know it's just a, a thing you'd like to know who it was it doesn't matter go ahead yeah I, th- I think I think it's you? beautiful no 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 I don't think it's, we'll skip it we'll keep it a secret the, the,
2: yeah. the, the point the point was this restaurant made up he told he told this relative afterwards he says you should know the reason why I hire Eden they're not necessarily as good they, they give me trouble sometimes but I know that they care about what's going on in the restaurant. This is why I hired you. I, you know, he wasn't that experienced. As, well, he wasn't experienced at all at that time. and um, But he needed the work, and he got the job, and he, he uh, from that day forward, he got promoted.
1: Right? I mean, Cause he, the reason you know. he
2: hired the Yid was to also help with watching over what was going on. And if it wasn't for that, know that the oven was trite, possibly. The cutting board and the knife were for sure from that point forward were the if You didn't have... So you could have your mashkiah, you could have your shirt Until you have someone that actually cares that things are done right, it could be a big problem. And the store itself could have looked the other way. He could have said, hey, I'm going to take a big loss. I'm shutting down at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm supposed to close at 9. I'm going to lose at least the whole day. and I'm not going to be able to hire this guy back. He could have looked the other way. He could have tried to find a way out. He didn't. He fired the guy on the spot, cleaned the place up. He didn't open for, I think, two days. That day and the next day he lost. business
0: this this man is one in a million i'm telling you no no
2: i don't agree i don't agree because this relative worked in a handful of restaurants uh, probably half a dozen over the next few years and he told me multiple stories like this but this one was just a blatant violation of 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 caution right
0: but but it it didn't it didn't go through the mashgiach. it came directly to the owner well, and, and in when that, you ha- that
2: business, the manager was officially acting mashkiah.
0: No, but what? You, 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 but you're, say, you're saying is that the, the re- your relative went straight to mm-hmm. the owner?
2: He went to, straight to the manager of the. Oh, of the, the manager the, is the, the one. Oh, the manager and the is the manager, one. His dual position was managing, and yeah, I never understood how you could have a manager maskia. When I mentioned it to this relative, he said, "I'll tell you a story." He told me over this story, okay. and he said "The point is, when you have someone that that has a priority of, he can have whatever title he is, but the point was, he was ready and he was backed up by his by his, the owner of the prop of the business. That if you see something like this, it's over. Shut right. the place down. Make sure it's hundred percent. He doesn't but, need any questions. And it wasn't something anybody would know." They had other ovens. They could have screamed at him. They could have taken away the cup. So the, they so could the have po- done it quietly. So
0: the point but is, the said, per- per- the person, the person who let him go was only the, was the manager mashgich, but the correct. but the owner was backing him up. The
2: owner backed him up. The owner could have said, so, you know, hey, I have no, you know, a name, lot of times. Never work there again.
0: I, I deal with a lot of Mashkiachim. and a lot of times the Mashkiachim complain to me that the owner doesn't back them up, and then when they get tough, the owner Tells the hashkocha, replace him. Get rid
2: of the mashgiach.
0: Right, so I, yeah, I was... my experience is a lot. A lot of times is the other way. So I think this is a wonderful story. It really is really very very nice. But I if I go I mean,
2: if yeah. you put me off the air, I would tell the uh, the um, I would tell them what the name is. I don't want to say it over the ear because someone well, might take it the other uh, way. I'll and... ask
0: you a favor. You just call my office number seven one eight three three six. Eight five four four. I would like to know the owner's name, <laughs> 718-336. Oh,
2: you, you know who this business
0: is. Okay, so, oh, 718-336-8544. Leave a message. I would appreciate it very much. Thank you. Thank you no for problem. the call. Take good care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, you're on Kasha's on the air. Can I help you? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Go ahead, please.
1: Um, what brachos do you make on granola bars?
0: That, so that's that really depends on the granola bar. In most cases, it's Hadama. I can't really answer as a rule, and what you can do is you can call the hashgacha who's on the bar, whether it's OU or this or that. You can call them up. If you don't have the number, you get it through my magazine, or you go to that crcweb.org that I mentioned before, or you can, you know, you'll ask anybody. We'll find that number for you. And um, the they, you really have to find out the entire thing because it depends a few things. One is. The granola is uh, usually a rolled oats. Rolled oats could be hadama and they could also be mizonos. Most times I think they're hadama. Most people hold their hadama. But in certain cases, it might be mizonos. In addition to that, how much is he of this and how much is he of that? So that's a lot of stuff that they can't really do on the radio, <laughs> you know, while we're talking over the telephone. It's not really going to work too well. So, yeah, I have to see the bar. I have to these...
1: tell you what type do what you know. No, I, not,
0: on, not offhand. I would have to see the bar. But you could call the kashos agency that gives us and they should be able to tell you the answer right one, two, three. Okay?
1: Okay. Take too. good care.
0: Thanks a lot for calling. You're on Kachus on the air. Can we help you?
2: Hi, I want to know what type of hachshar is Ches and a K in the middle, and if it's a good hachshar. No,
0: we don't answer the question of whether it's a good hachshar. It happens to be, uh, in, 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 unless I'm very mistaken, you're talking about Rabbi Gissinger and Lakewood. But we don't we don't evaluate the hashkachus. We mentioned to you the way to do it is to go to crcweb.org crcweb.org, and over there they have a list of recommended recommended it Doesn't say recommended, but that's what it is, and it's very well researched. And it uh, that's from Chicago Rabbinical Council. The list called other agencies. Excuse me, <coughs> and and that that list will will if it's listed there, then that they recommend it. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Alex. You're welcome. Go ahead, please. Yvonne, cautious in the air. Can I help you? You're on the air. <coughs> yeah, you're on the air. Can't hear you. I think we just have to give up. Yeah. Uh, no one there. Okay, huh? you're on, you're on the air. Go ahead, please.
1: Hi. Um, I wanted to know what broccoli you make on lace cookies that you make, but you don't cook the oatmeal oats.
0: You again. You don't cook the oats. You just you just you you roll them out and may heat them up in the oven for 10, 15 minutes. You like that? Yeah. That's bracha. That is hadama. Hadama. Right. Regular rolled oats is Hadamah. It's only when it's cooked like in a you know like like when you cook oatmeal or something like that. It cooks up in a in a real cooking situation. Then it becomes mazonos. The raw grain, or it comes out of the ground, is always Hadamah. If it made it into a flour, it's shahako, and then it becomes masonous later on. But you're using it as a grain as opposed to as a flour and, and, and a cake. Okay? All
2: right. Okay, that, thank you.
0: You're certainly welcome. Go ahead. You're on on the air. Can I help you? Yeah, hi. Go Can ahead. You,
2: yes. Could you clarify to me about the tuna fish? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you want to know what it looks like? It's about no. this big. What, I want what to know.
2: No. I want to know about, um, let's say the ones that I have very good happens. But I remember something about that it's better to get the ones right before payday. Okay, look,
0: let me let me go through it quickly, and I and and you and you should know that I at least it was two weeks ago in Shul. Somebody came after me. Came up to me right after davening. It's really a secona for me to go to shul because they, it, they, they 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 pull me this way and they pull me that way. It's not, I'm not I'm not I'm very serious. So somebody uh, caught me after davening and uh, was asking me about the about tuna and they wanted to know what the hamish or hashgachas do. There's about seven or eight hashgachas on different uh, cans of different tuna, so they wanted to know what they do. So I said I don't know, but you know what? It's a good idea. Call me up. He called me up. And I sent out an email to all the hashkoches that we knew that were giving the, uh, you know, that, that, that were giving hashkocha other than the OU, because the OU's position is well well known. So uh, well, the only one who responded was the star K. And the star K has Mashkir Tamidi and Bishel Israel not for swardim. Um, when they have it for eretz Israel, they do it for Svardim. but for America, they do it uh, bishul Israel for Ashkenazim which is they don't put the thing on the fire, they just uh, turn the fire on. So that they actually take care of, they say, checking every fish. Uh, the OU's position is that for nine different reasons, Rabbi Menachem Genach wrote a tshuva, it was printed in a, in, their, in their publication called Mesorah, uh, back, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, maybe more, he printed a whole tshuva about why they the OU does not require a mashkiach at the tuna fish plants. They have absolutely no mashkiyach there part of the time. Mashkiyach comes sometimes, but there's nobody there constantly in the plant that's making the tuna fish. They have. They do not see the fish. They do not have to me. They do not do Bish Yisrael either. They do not.
2: No, no, so, no what's I it, Hold on, hold
0: on, hold on, slow, slow, slow. But for Pesach, they do have a mashkiyach to me. Okay. And I, I, I think that they affect the Bishu Yisrael. That I cannot answer you yes or no, but as I recall, the Mashkiach told me that he does affect Bishu Yisrael for Pesach. I don't know, you could check it out with the OU. One second, they'll tell you the answer. Call Rabbi Singer. But there but the definitely is a Mashkiach Temidi for the Pesach production. So what you heard is that many people would buy the OU brand for Pesach because of this little secret that I just told you.
2: Awesome. But there's that, no Indian to buy the ones, the, the let's say the the Hamisher brands, let's say the Duggan before pays up any better.
0: No, absolutely, there's, there's no, no difference d- at all.
2: Okay, and what about sardines? Same thing.
0: Sardines again. I don't know what the same thing means. I don't know what you mean by the same thing. Sardines. Uh, there's two issues here. One is insects which we call anisakis, which are in some of the uh, sardines, and some of them are, are, are free of it. it. depends the countries that they're coming from. This is, this goes back about uh, 10 years that was written up. Uh, basically, if you look at the Hamish uh, Shkachas, they're trying to get, I think they're getting it from the places that are that are relatively free of anisakis. Um, but uh, I can't, Guarantee that as a rule. I'm just giving you a, a guideline. You can check you it know out where with seasons them.
2: Gets from?
0: Excuse me? You
2: know where Seasons gets it from?
0: No, I don't know where Seasons gets it from. You can always ask them. What I would suggest you do is um, I mean, I, if you don't have the old listings on it, um, probably the best would be to call one of the kashrus agencies that do the that Hamish and agencies and ask them which countries they're, they go to and that they're, they're careful if they're careful about it. So you can then, and then you want to go by seasons. You go by the seasons, but there's no mashgiach in, the, in the seasons factories either. In other words, this OU does not require a uh in a fish factory.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. And, and, and one more thing. In so which two fish is you Yisrael for all year long?
0: Unfortunately, the only ones that would be, would be something made for Israel, with the, for the with the Ishur HaRabbanut Rashid. That's the only way you're going to be sure. And even then, the Mashkiach told me, I'm not going to give details away, he told me, That it's like they're not really they they don't bother him too much, but he does claim to have done something more. Whether it really fits for Svadim, I can't tell you. But that would be that would be uh, uh, if you found product with the Yeshua had rabanutas rabashit li yisrael on that. Then that would that would require Bishul Israel for Sfadim, because Svadim are the majority in Israel, and they require Bishul Israel for Svadim. And the kosher pay that one, still
2: won't do it, right? Doesn't official guarantee?
0: No, there's an, absolutely not. No, because that's only, not, because it, because we're in, in America. Most people are not Swadom, and the hashkochos is no do not work for us. For the Svardim, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm Ashkenaz, but they won't work for this for the Ash, for the Svartim. The only ones they have two hashgachos in America, two or three hashgachos in America that are Svartic. but but those are not doing tuna fish, they're not doing fish. Okay, but the Star
2: case said might be officially
0: Israel for Svartim? No, I didn't. For I, uh, for, so no, I, I said for the when they do it for Eretz Israel production. Oh, you have to you have to get cans that they were made for distribution to Eretz Israel. I don't know how you get okay. it in America. Okay. Got okay. It. Okay. Take good care. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Okay. Another call. Yeah. Go. Go. Yeah. Your on the air. Go ahead, please. Hi. I'd like
2: to know if lip balms need ashkacha.
0: Lip balms? What is it?
2: Lip balms, like. Oh, lip balms?
0: No, you don't need ashkacha as long as you, you you know you're putting it on and you're not intending to to, to swallow anything. You don't need ashkacha. If you can get the, if you can get the plain ones, it's better than getting some of the flavored ones. But it, there's no there's no no requirement.
1: Okay. okay. Thank, you. Uh,
0: thank you very much for the call. I just want to uh, remind everybody that uh, we do are uh, starting these new shiurim if anybody would like to join us. We have Sunday morning at 1358 East 13th Street uh, between Avenues M and N at 10 o'clock in the morning a shiur for men on Hilches Brachos using the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishnah Brewer. And also we have shiurim on Sunday night Wednesday night and Thursday night dealing with Yeridea and Hilchas Taruvis. If you're interested in any of these shiurim, you can call us at the office, 718-336-8544 the Cautious Magazine office. And if anybody's interested in getting the Cautious Magazine, uh, you want to sign up, we can, be, we can give you a special rate, J-Root special rate, which is a, a significant deduction. And you can get that by uh, calling 718 336 Or you can email us at kashrus, K-A-S-H-R-U-S, at, at A-O-L.com. That's our email address, and you can text that number also. So um, now, until next week, this is your host, Rabbi Yosef Wickler from uh, the editor of Kasha's Magazine for was on the Air over j Woot Radio.